Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the M2 Podcast. Um, we have a special episode for you this week. Uh, it's been a while since we've had a guest. I think the last guest we had was Gunshot, which was, gosh, what yeah. was that, like May? <laughs> that was a while ago. Um, it's been too long, yes. Yeah, it's been a long. It's been, uh, so anyways, guest episode's very overdue. Uh, and we had Crazy Miller back on the show. This is his yeah. third appearance on the M2 Podcast in the, uh, over the history of the show. Um, but yeah, we had him on. We talked about um, his streaming career and how it's developed over the past couple of years, um, how he got partner and the process with that. Uh, we talked about his personal life too, about him moving to moving to South Carolina and then back to Michigan. I think after like six months or something like that, he wasn't there long, but we talked about that entire process and uh, it was a really good conversation. And I think, uh, I think especially if you're a fan of his, you'll enjoy it. So um, yeah, without further ado, this is the show with Crazy Miller. I mean, let's I just know. get into it. Let's, let's get into let's it, dude. Hey, bud, let's, let's, dude. Let's just talk about Halo. Oh. <laughs> what's up with that? Yeah, what's up with Halo, dude? Like, can we just talk about it? <laughs> Honestly. Oh, man. No, dude. Do we want to talk about um, it? That's, that's the problem. Well, I think we need to talk about it, don't we? Because that's pretty much your whole, like, brand. My whole career? I mean, yeah. <laughs> so like, off of Halo. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah, you started with Halo yeah. Five, and I mean, the Halo the, Infinite. I, f- you I made feel partner. like the, the yeah. I feel Spoiler. like the problem. I feel like the problem was that like I pretty much set all of my content on hold, and I was like, "Boom! I'm gonna do Halo Five content all the way until Halo Infinite drops because it's gonna be a banger, and my content is just gonna skyrocket because I've already built the foundation." through halo and then boom it's gonna take off and the ship did not sail like i expected it to <laughs> the game is so busted and everyone's so mad at it and stuff but like you said i was able to still stay consistent still keep on the grind and get to twitch partner so yeah shout out to my community for being there every step of the way yeah there's a whole arc there right it's a lot yeah, to cover it- it took yeah two and a half years of straight grinding the same schedule so yeah it took some time <laughs> yeah to say the least I, I like i think personally that's uh something i've noticed is like i see i see other people especially in the halo space applying for partner now but it's like the mm-hmm. biggest and like the biggest contributing factor and i think why some people don't end up getting it because i mean i know um like just just to think of you know when jervlin did the he did the halo 2 lasso um and yeah. did that whole run and he applied for partner, and I think within a few weeks, he got declined. And, like, he had really yep. good numbers, right? But I think yeah. looking at it, and not saying he's not deserving of it, but, like, just looking at that, it's, it, like, came down to schedule, I think. And just, like, that was the reason why I feel like you got it, like, first try, even though it took forever. Because, like, yeah. you just had that consistency. And I don't see many other creators with that level of consistency on the platform in general, let alone in Halo. Right. So with his whole thing, I'm pretty sure it took him over 40 days to finally hear back. Um, And then Twitch's response to him was that he took off too fast is essentially what it was because he he was doing like his thing or whatever. And then he had that challenge and then he went streaming every day and his content just skyrocketed from there. And he was up in the thousands of average viewers going from where he was at, which wasn't really sure where he was at before but yeah he skyrocketed and so twitch was just pretty much like uh i mean we see that you're taking off but you need to maintain that and as long as you can maintain that then we'll give you partnership so they were kind of iffy about it but like you were saying with me is like i've 
put in the same hours Monday through Friday, five hours a day, keeping it consistent. And at the time of applying, we were pulling like around a hundred average. So it worked, thankfully. Yeah. And it only took Twitch eighty-one days. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna God, say dude. it was two months. Uh, yeah, Twitch took eighty-one days to finally respond to my partnership email, uh, which is crazy because I applied and I was like nervous that they didn't even like receive it. And then I contacted support and support was like, well, you uh, just need to be patient or whatever. And we can't tell you any kind of details like, all right, fine. So then I waited around like 60 day mark or something. I like messaged Twitch support on Twitter and they were like, well, you just need to be patient. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I think 60 some days is patient enough when you're when your uh, thing claims within two weeks to four weeks like it's been way longer than that so then uh yeah finally after 81 days i got a random email one day and i was just like <laughs> just out of nowhere <laughs> just like, they said yes yeah, so no. it's pretty yeah. crazy yeah i remember um i remember after you applied it was i think like the three or four week mark you hadn't heard back and so i remember i, I looked on twitter i think it maybe you had found someone on twitter who they tweeted out that they got their uh, partnership package because like when you get partner you get this like swag bag you, thing. Sent, that, you sent that to me yeah and, and maybe actually that. yeah you're right because i remember i saw that on twitter and i was yeah. like wait they get like a swag box thing like that's pretty cool and then she yeah. but it said on the tweet something like you know six months after she got partner she finally got it and i was like oh my god and so <laughs> i sent it to you and then yeah. you reached out to her and was like hey like how long did it take like do you remember how long it took I think she what was it like 40 days or something like that i think she may have said 60 or something so she said that it took a long time for her to even hear back as well which is just nuts i want to say i don't think i dm'd her actually i was gonna try and find well, i think it, but... i think it was like a twitter reply wasn't it yeah it was on twitter which i don't really remember what her uh username was but yeah so she said that it took like 60 days i think to hear back about hers and so i was just like dude this is crazy but what i think happened and i mean i'm not trying to like say that it was okay for what twitch did but what i'm saying is like at the time i think they were doing like the ad incentive program and they were trying to implement that so what my guess at the time was that they were not taking on partners because they were trying to build up their whole ad incentive program and ship that properly before taking on more partners. Yeah. So I think that's yeah, that what makes happened. a lot of sense. Yeah. 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 That's just my guess. But yeah, I actually just got an ad incentive email finally that I want to take me on for that. But yeah. So it was a little low. So I was like, yeah, I'm probably not going to run ads. It's not worth it. Yeah. You know, it's funny too. I saw like, I think it was a bigger. It was a bigger streamer, like a really big streamer that averaged, he's like 5,000 plus. He like tweeted out his, his yeah. like offer for that, for ad incentives. And it yeah. was like, I think like five yeah. digits or <laughs> something. It was a lot. Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, they're, they're definitely the top 0.1% benefiting the most from that. Um, mm -hmm. It's something I would like to see for smaller streamers, I think. Like just to, like, I mean, I don't know the logistics behind it, but it's like, it was like nothing for you, I felt like. <laughs> Yeah, if you're going to call it an incentive, it better be an incentive. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's <laughs> yeah. a good point. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. 
yeah, the one you're talking about, he got an offer that was twenty thousand dollars. Dude, that is unreal, man. For a month of just running ads. Yeah, and like, you basically is it three insane. three ads every hour? Yeah, three ads per hour, and then mine was for one hundred and twenty-one hours. Three ads per hour for one hundred and twenty-one oh, hours. Yeah. Or three minutes of ads per hour, yeah, for 121 hours. Yeah, and for those guys, that doesn't include the money that they can make off of subs and bits because their community right. is like so devoted. <laughs> yeah, yeah, seriously. So, so for a smaller partner, their incentive was fifty five dollars for me to run. It's like that's just wild. Three minutes of ads <laughs> for 121 hours. They want to give me fifty five bucks to do that. Just How much difference. did you make off a of pre-roll though? Off a of pre-roll right now or last month I made 46 bucks off of just pre-rolls so I'm already like making that. But I guess if you think about it in the aspect of if I ran ads I'd be generating more ad revenue, period. Yeah. And then you add the $55 that I'd get from Twitch or whatever. God, dude. So I mean it would it would stack up at the end of the day, but I'm not trying to make people just sit through ads because I know how people I know how I feel when people are running ads on their channel. A lot of times it just deters people away from the stream entirely. Yeah. yeah. I, I actually went to watch a stream the other day and I joined the stream, got a pre-roll, I watched for about 10 seconds, and then I had seven ads. <laughs> yeah so i got to oh. watch their stream for 10 seconds before i got hit with seven ads and i was like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Out of there, dude. Mm-hmm. that's exactly how i am too it's just if i get too many ads i'm not coming back to a stream right like it's gone <laughs> yeah dude i mean it's the ad incentive i think it's cool that they're trying to incentivize monetarily for a lot of that stuff but it's like just the difference in being a top creator versus being a smaller creator it's like that is just there's such a wide gap there and it makes you wonder like how i mean i i don't again i don't know how it works in the back end but it's like it'd be nice if they distributed that differently across like <laughs> the level of creator because it's just that it's like um i mean i get it the ads won't reach as wide of an audience for a small streamer but it's like if you want right. the entire platform to run as it's uh i think at least a little bit more would be nice <laughs> you know right for sure sure um yeah i I don't know but yeah i i think the uh fact that like your your road to partner i think was like very much like that's like the very like grassroots kind of no pun intended grassroots like kind of like <laughs> uh path to it um for you know yeah and how that's what i uh yeah that's what i tell people all the time they're always like what should i do with streaming it's like set a schedule be consistent and just grind for it you know obviously there's other avenues that are you know i started streaming on twitch like eight nine years ago so it's like from then it was just grind on twitch grind on twitch grind on twitch whereas now the meta is like you can grow so much on other platforms and then bring that audience to twitch so it's like i'm trying to adapt to that but i'm just so in my roots of just like stream on twitch just let's go well i mean the very Uh, least you're posting clips to other platforms right I mean, right, yeah. I'm trying to as much as possible. It's actually uh kind of difficult, you know, to post on multiple platforms like consistently like yeah. every day. Cuz like the way that like TikTok algorithm works and like Instagram, they're like post daily, post daily, post daily, post daily and it's like 
bro that's so much work to post daily yeah. like i don't understand how people do it how they come up with all these ideas and generate new content every day yeah well i mean i've like seen tiktok yeah i mean i've seen tiktoks too where people like large creators on tiktok are like they they have like theories about like their videos actually purposely don't get promoted so that it incentivizes or tries to incentivize creators to buy those like programs to push the content or like buy those like ads. i don't know like yeah like the ads or whatever so it's like i think it's a pretty solid theory but it's just like it's like tiktok numbers it's like it's so sporadic and that's probably a reason as to why and it's kind of like oh, come on it's like just like i would just want to well, post content you know well the theory also is kind. it kind of holds up because i've watched uh his name's tony but he does like all kinds of content on uh on tiktok and he talked about how like all of his videos popped off except for one and then he clicks on that one video and it says promote this video like would you like to promote this video so they're like <laughs> trying to get him to promote his video because his numbers are down so they're like purposefully pushing his numbers down so that way he ha he has to pay to promote it it's so, like they're trying they're trying to force you to pay yeah. money to promote your content it's so maniacal oh <laughs> right isn't that. it crazy yeah. it's wow. it almost feels like it's too like dirty and evil to be real but it's gotta be dude. because you see it a lot of times with like the bigger tiktok creators yeah yeah like every single video hits except for that one yeah that and sense. then when they <laughs> click on it it says would you like to promote this video uh, stop so wild dude <laughs> the amount of control these platforms have people don't realize it's kind of crazy it, it is nuts yeah. that's like there's a there's like a whole meta to posting on instagram and tiktok like if you use too many hashtags then it's bad if you use like three to five that's supposed to be the sweet spot but once you start doing more than that it tries to i don't know like there's just too much stuff that it doesn't know where to push your content to properly. so as long as you pick like your main avenues i don't know um, there's just so many different tips and tricks for like every single platform that it's like so yeah, there's much. also like a, a time of day kind of thing if you really want to get down into it <laughs> right it's wild yeah you've, you've sent me that the different yeah. times a day that you can post on different oh. platforms too yeah like what hits what doesn't it's like and it changes all the time so it's like you you just have to keep up with whatever the algorithm algorithms are doing right yeah. it's exhausting <laughs> it's wild too i mean a lot of these platforms they don't disclose the algorithms for a reason too because they right. they definitely want creators to figure it out and they want people to use the platform post on the platform watch stuff on the platform like i get why but it's also at the same time like it's like you know you know what to do and you just won't like help people grow it's kind of just like everyone's having to do their own like science and <laughs> research to try and figure this stuff out um which you know kudos to those people but it's like at the same time pulling the platforms just said like okay here are here are some like just a a little short list of bullet points about where you should be like how much a hashtag you should add you know how much like where when is the most optimal time for you to post and stuff like that but it's just never gonna happen yeah, I don't cool. think. honestly like a targeted like for a person would be cool like if you could go into your own dashboard and see like when the best time to do certain things is i mean that's what i took advantage of with twitch i'm not even gonna lie about that you know when you look at the statistics of twitch which i learned this from devin nash none other than the <laughs> goat but uh devin pretty much talked about um how 
a lot of gamers and stuff, if you think about just the United States, period, United States, a lot of people will stay up late and game up until, like, let's say, 5 in the morning-ish, roughly. Um, that's including the West Coast, staying up until, like, 2 a.m. or whatever. Um, so a lot of those people are logging off for the night, and they're signing off, so a lot of the streams start to go offline, right? Well, that's where I picked up the 8 a.m. spot because... Um, a lot of people are waking up for work or they're at work starting their work day or whatever. So they're booting up their computers and they're hopping on Twitch. Well, when they get on Twitch, they're going to go under Halo and they're going to see me like every day at 8 a.m. And a lot of people aren't even like a lot of gamers are at work or, you know, not able to stream at that time. So you can pick up that time slot and be, you know, one of the only streamers really playing during that time slot and then you know when it starts to pick up is you know when people are getting out of school out of work and stuff like that later in the day so if you that's why i capitalized the 8 a.m to 1 p.m time slot because there's not a lot of broadcasters on yeah you know? so that yeah. was like my optimal time to do that it worked great for you too because every time i would click on the halo infinite category it was you and one other person and for yeah. a while, it was like the other person had a little bit more viewers. And then slowly but surely, as you kept getting closer and closer to partnership and you're putting it in your uh, your title about like, mm. hey, only a few more. This is my average. Right. We need 75 average. It's like your viewership just kept going, 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 going. And mm -hmm. Into the hundreds. Cool yeah. yeah. Well past yeah. hundreds. Like you're basically, that's your new like set point is 100. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, man. It's pretty crazy. But yeah, I mean, that was the strategy that I took. And like I said, I learned that from Devin Nash. And it was just like, I realized, you know, even when you go into the Halo Infinite category, sometimes I'll go on there and like now the max viewership on a person will be like 20. Yeah. Like when I wake up and which is yeah. like six in the morning, I'll look on there and it's like, Nobody's really watching Halo. Nobody's streaming it really. So, you know, if you the earlier you start, the better off you're gonna be on Twitch. No, I mean I literally because I'm I'm like right there with Mike. I was like I would every now and again check the category, and like you were at the top in the morning. It's <laughs> the first one like right. much yeah. every time my category. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean it's like the Casey Neistat mentality. He would always say like go daily <laughs> and like and like when you start when you start becoming a daily part of people's lives it's uh yeah. it has more value than you think so yeah and that's what's crazy too is because we have this trip coming up and we're leaving i'm gonna be gone for a week and a half and mm. that's a long every, time everyone <laughs> listen everyone has had me streaming the same time slot for two and a half years and a lot of people have put that into their daily life so now that that's gonna be gone, uh, it's it's gonna be crazy for people. Yeah. <laughs> really what are they is. gonna do? Yeah. Besides, I mean, it's gonna be, this is gonna be the first time in a while. Besides the week you actually moved to South Carolina, which we can get into later, um, that was another period, you know, week and a half or something like that, where you were just yeah. throughout. Because yeah, um, you certainly was, dive into that, that story if you want. Um, because the last time you were on the show was before you moved it's like right before you moved um and now you've done there's been a little bit of like a 
crazy little like arc there over the past year or so. Um, I mean, I don't know. I got to get into it, dude. How was South Carolina? Because you moved here. You were here for how many months? Yeah, so to, so to set it up, uh, last time I streamed, or not streamed, we did the podcast, just Mike and I, uh, was January 2021. And then when it was us three, it was March of 2021. And then soon after, actually, during that podcast, I was packing everything to move. <laughs> I remember and soon after that podcast, I moved. Uh, so I moved down to South Carolina, uh, and I was there from March until November. So I was only there for a couple of months, but it was it was a great experience. I would definitely use something like that again. It was so <laughs> awesome. So I mean, um, go ahead. Finish. I was just gonna say, like, it was just it was a really crazy experience, you know, just packing your whole life away and then putting it into a truck and then driving straight down like 14 hours uh in a in a moving truck you know driving by yourself yeah. well i actually had to put my two cats in the the moving truck with me which was crazy <laughs> that's so wild <laughs> those those two meowing the whole time uh my cat reese would he was like laying and sleeping on the dashboard which was pretty cool so like my view is the road and then my cat <laughs> just sitting on the <laughs> dashboard um but yeah, so you know, moving down was definitely crazy. Shout out to uh, Kyle's Kyle's roommate. Actually, yep. drove all the way from what was that like a four hour drive? Something like that. I couldn't go. All right, like I really wanted yeah. to, but I think like work or something like held me down, so I couldn't go. But yeah, 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 it's totally fine. But yeah, his roommate drove all the way out and like helped us move in and stuff. That was that was clutch. Cause yeah. moving out. Just me and Kayla. Hmm. Probably not fun. Oh. All right. To, to set it up for everyone else that's listening, I, we lived on the third floor. Okay. And I think it was 28 steps. Like total. <laughs> yeah. It was like 28 <laughs> steps total. So it was like going up and down with all of our stuff. Just my wife and I trying to move all of our stuff, dude. We were so exhausted. And then we slept on an air mattress and then drove all the way back to Michigan. So, yeah. like in the oh, morning, geez. yeah, it was it was rough, but it was uh, it was an experience. But I mean, I wish that I was still in South Carolina sometimes. But yeah, well, I mean, at least the next question is like you don't have to get into super detail about it, but like, yeah. why did you move in initially? Was there a specific reason or? Uh, so my whole life, I've not really liked Michigan, and it's just because the winters here are just awful. If you, <laughs> if anyone lives, if anyone lives pretty much like up north anywhere, uh, winters are brutal. Um, and by that, it's like super depressing when you can't like go outside. And when you do, you try to breathe and your whole body just dies on the inside because the air is so cold. Yeah. <laughs> I know that so really. it's like, yeah. So that every day, like you go outside, it's like zero degrees. You get in your car and you're just like, why do I live here? <laughs> <laughs> why do i live where the air wants to hurt me but uh yeah so it's like you know the winters are super long in michigan uh obviously there's other places that have it way worse um but you know living in michigan for 20 it was 28 years i was like i want to go somewhere else i want to try something it's just like i don't care if it's a once in a lifetime thing i just want to go somewhere and try something out you know 
and after doing like four years of research we landed on uh greenville south carolina and i was like this place looks awesome it looks like people are motivated there and it uh, looks like a really good place to go with the family and so we moved down there and the first couple of months you know obviously we hung out with kyle um multiple times but we didn't meet like a ton of people um until my wife got a job serving and then she started making some friends and then layla went to school and she started making friends and that was the tough part is like we were finally like getting our roots and starting to meet people and like make friends and stuff and then we moved back to michigan <laughs> and it was because uh you know obviously missing family and stuff like that is pretty difficult since all of family lives in michigan so um wifey was pretty homesick and then we moved back and then we were like maybe we should have stayed because <laughs> like, <laughs> like we because we could still visit family and like still hang out with them and stuff like that but it's like we were finally starting to get like comfortable there and I feel like if we did stick it out, we would have enjoyed it. But at the same time, we have a lot more opportunity in Michigan. So, yeah. you know, it's it's a good thing that we're back in Michigan because, like I said, there's so much opportunity. My wife has two businesses and a and a job that she's doing right now, and I'm working with her and stuff. So, uh, like I said, the opportunity here is just crazy. Yeah. But. Yeah. yeah, the journey was nuts. The journey's been crazy. Yeah. So I want to put a pin in that two businesses because I definitely want to talk about that kind of like outside the streaming stuff. But like, yeah. I mean, overall in South Carolina, I mean, because like Greenville's a really nice area. Like, you know, like you said, oh, I visited awesome multiple area. times. Um, yeah, mm -hmm. it's a great area. But like, I mean, besides the weather, like what was probably your favorite part about like South Carolina in general and Greenville? Because I mean, you were you were in the window of the year where it's certainly the hottest, but it's certainly like mm -hmm. probably the nicest, I feel like. Because like, I mean, if you like the heat anyway um but yeah i mean i'm trying to think so what month did you guys move back november november okay yeah so you still get to experience like the heat of like august and september that was like that's when it gets at least i think i don't know mike can probably attest to but that's when i feel like it gets like the worst yeah that's definitely the worst <laughs> it's, just, <laughs> it's, just, like, by oh, far. it's like the end of the summer like transitions always yeah it's crazy um yeah and what was I was kind of disappointed because we didn't get to experience like a winter, you know, down south, you know, because that was like a main thing is like I would have loved to have experienced what like a mild winter is like and not <laughs> a winter like up here. Um, but yeah, I mean, my favorite part about just being in South Carolina was how nice and hot it was. I cannot lie. I was the tannest I've ever been in my whole life. I was outside in the pool like every day with Layla. Like Layla was super tan too. Like we were just <laughs> hanging out at the pool every day. It was so nice. Oh man, there's um, video evidence of that too, by the way, on yeah, my YouTube really channel. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh man. The, yeah, sure. the vlog when you and Mike came and we watched some uh, some soccer yeah. in the pool on the Mike TV. was barely in it. That was my fault because I didn't film that day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, that was a good time. But so like I said, it's just like being outdoors all the time was super awesome. Um, I started a little like Twitter thread of 
bugs because like, i loved that by the way <laughs> the bugs down south i was like dude these things are massive what is going on what are you feeding yeah, these dude. things <laughs> it's wild over, yeah. man uh so like compared to the bugs in michigan it's it was kind of blowing my mind and then i i found like a banana spider which was crazy too so uh yeah just being outside and exploring and everything was really cool um my favorite part about greenville is you just like shoot north and you're in the mountains yeah so you yeah. drive north like 40 minutes or so you're in the mountains and we went in the mountains so many times um we actually i went on a hike that i was my body was not ready for and i did it anyway <laughs> um i think it's called bald rock i believe that sounds right bald rock state park um yeah we did that hike it was i think it was seven miles jeez total ish but it's like you hike pretty much straight up like you go all the way up and then you go right and you climb all the way to the top of this this uh mountain and the overlook is absolutely stunning it's so beautiful it's so worth it but um yeah my i was just i was dead just but like i said <laughs> being being in the mountains and being able to hike and stuff like that was like one of my dreams and that's why you know we kind of picked there it was between like moving out to colorado you know or the mountains are out there yeah. or moving down to like south carolina yeah um so yeah, being able to go hiking and stuff, that was like one of my big things. Um, another one of my big things was mountain biking, but I didn't actually get to do a ton of mountain biking while I was down there. I only did it like one time. So that was kind of disappointing, but we, I think I got my fix with the hiking and stuff. Um, I was going to say, you really took advantage of that because that's like the biggest, that's like one of the biggest pulls there. So, and I would definitely see you like, you'd be talking about how you'd be <laughs> out hiking like all the time, like enjoying the weather. So yeah. you definitely took advantage of that. <laughs> Absolutely. That. Yeah, it's like because whenever family or anyone came down to visit, we were like, all right, we're planning the we're planning the hiking trip. <laughs> we gotta go show you all the waterfalls <laughs> and all the cool stuff that there is here. So Damn. yeah, there's a there's a giant lake there that uh there was like a dam that blocked it off and then it broke or whatever and it flooded like a huge area in the mountains and i think it like took a bunch of houses and stuff that are like at the bottom of it but now it's like a huge lake and we went out there on a boat once and dude it was so crazy just being within all of the mountains on the lake it was so cool we also there's a there's a huge mountain like above that lake and to get there was a dirt road and we like read about it online we're like oh dirt road that's not too bad right I bottomed out my Honda Accord like three times <laughs> like, driving to this dude. It was like on the side of a mountain and then there would be like a hill that would just go up and then just just straight down. So like I would be going up and then all of a sudden my car would just hit the hit the road. I'm like, oh my God, break down. Luckily, yes. luckily, no damage. But yeah, Jeez, man. it was, it was definitely worth it. But. Yeah, it overlooks that whole lake. It's all the way up in the top of the mountain. It was really cool. Yeah. God, that is so wild. Um Yeah, so anyways, you were back in Michigan now. Um mm -hmm. and I know so cuz you had mentioned like when you started streaming one of the 
one of the ways you got partnered was what two and a half years or something like that it was just straight grinding Dang. so you've recently had to do somewhat of kind of a uh a schedule change or kind of like a shift in your uh your output of content so um like what's all the details behind that and like what kind of brought you to that decision um well i got partnered um and i mean so twitch is like twitch is like my main source of income right but the problem with that is that it's like the money isn't like the big time streamers you know it's like not it's not super crazy it's not really a livable wage um so now that i'm partnered i'm kind of trying to pursue other avenues um i have been looking into different like actual big time career opportunities um like i talked about my wife has two businesses um she is a cosmetologist so she has a cosmetology um business that she's doing and then she also started a landscaping company so i have been taking over her spot kind of in the landscaping business and or just helping in the landscaping business um so like the schedule changes come like if we have uh clients or whatever that overlap my current stream times you know i'll just cut my stream short or you know shift my my stream time entirely or just not stream for the day to make sure that i go and do those landscape jobs because that's guaranteed money you know whereas yeah. twitch you could stream for seven like i streamed for seven hours the one day and i made like 20 cents from people cheering bits <laughs> like seven hours yeah, and 20 tough. cents yeah that's yeah, not that's like a livable tough. wage <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> yeah. but then you'll have like days where people just go crazy and like you know gift a bunch of subs and do all kinds of stuff so it's like hit or miss you really never know with twitch so got to make sure that we're making you know some money and actually doing that so the landscaping stuff has been good though because uh my brain i love to see the change in things happen so it's like the before and afters of these landscape jobs that we've been doing like the transformation has been incredible it's been insane yeah. so it's like just to, to be the one creating that change is super cool and i really like it a lot so plus it's physical activity you get to be outside and that stuff so yeah it's not to say it sounds it seems like almost like it's right in your wheelhouse <laughs> kind of thing yeah um, yeah because that's what i was saying to my wife is like i i was in ups for a long time it's like i almost kind of want to go back strictly for the physical activity like you're getting yeah. paid to work out <laughs> like, yeah pretty much yeah straight that's up. very true yeah yeah very true. yeah the, like, uh, you get paid to work out it's so awesome that like instant gratification too when you get a job done and you can actually physically see it I mean, that's pretty rewarding, I think. Yeah, for sure. I mean, those pictures you post in your Discord, by the way, discord.gg slash crazymiller. You got that <laughs> nice yeah, URL. Just um, yeah. yeah, I mean, in the Discord, you can see the before and after pictures. And yeah, dude, you guys do like such good jobs on those on those uh, sites. So yeah, it's really yeah. impressive. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and, you know, somebody like me that has no landscaping experience. <laughs> Don't tell anybody. Don't need to know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, someone that has like no landscaping experience. Uh, is, I mean, I have the vision. I can see, you know, what they want done and stuff like that. And then you just kind of do it, you know. And to see that transformation is absolutely incredible. Yeah. Like, 
it's it's so rewarding like you said just to see it happen and like you said the before and after pictures like i'm excited to post them in the discord like <laughs> yeah and, and and it's cool too because people are coming in the chat they're like hey how's your landscape job go the other day and they're like do you got pictures and like people that's are awesome. excited to see wait it, do yeah. i i mean that's the thing you can show them to people but it also is just like perfect info for like potential clients right you like here here's literal like evidence of what we did yeah. so all right did you Which... take a I, I sent you a youtube video on like the before and after of this guy like fixing up the entire yard uh yeah he did the, about... the power the power washing one i think yeah the power washing video yeah. um, there's a couple other ones where they do like just overall landscaping for yards and like shoveling out and clearing like walking paths that haven't been revealed in like 15 years like super <laughs> yeah. satisfying to watch those are so cool um would you ever consider making content like that i mean that would be cool i would just have to figure out how i would uh oh i do stuff like that like you said i i see this guy on uh well actually since you sent me that video i saw a power washing guy but um there's another dude that he walked up to a house and he just knocked on their door and said, Hey, I see your sidewalks and like all these bushes and stuff are super overgrown. Would you mind if I just like trim everything up and make it look nice for free? And she was just like, uh, yeah, sure. It's like, are you sure you're not going to like charge me or something? He's like, no, I want to do it for free. And then like completely transformed the sidewalk and everything. And it looked incredible when he was done. And he just did it for free, and you know, obviously, he's making content, so he probably makes money off his content. <laughs> yeah, but, absolutely, yeah. But yeah, I mean, to do something like that would be pretty cool. I would just have to, you know, invest in like cameras or just use my phone or whatever, figure out yeah. how I could do something like that. Dude, landscaping vlogs would be pretty sick. I definitely watch content yeah. like that. I I, mean, I do watch content like that. <laughs> I know what guy you're talking about. It's the it's the young guy that's like maybe mid twenties. He just goes around neighborhoods and knocking on doors. Yeah, like and he just yeah. does it for free. Yeah. Yeah. That's good short form content too. I, I'm surprised I haven't oh. like run into something like that on TikTok. Yeah, that's where I've found it. Actually, is the the TikTok videos of it. And mm -hmm. then, like I said, the uh, there was you sent me that power washing one, and then I was on TikTok the other day, and I just. I came across a power washing one where he did the same thing. He walked up to the guy and did it for free. Yeah. Like, that's yeah, sweet. So wild. Mm. So you could definitely do that with a phone. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Up to yeah. <laughs> yeah. All you need yeah, is like an sure. iPhone. Watch. Um, I got, I got a 12 pro max. So there sure. you go. It's a good, that's good. That's a good camera right there. Everybody's flexing, yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> My phone's like four years old. Calm down. <laughs> Bro, I joined the other side, Mike. I think you can too. I mean, after, yeah, hey, after, hey, hey. So, so Kyle over here got a new phone, mm. and maybe my man's mm. gassed up over it, Ooh. and oh, I kind of, I might, I might switch sides. We'll see how the S23 looks. Oh. What is Good. it, Kyle? Oh. Tell everyone what it is. It's the iPhone 14 Pro Max, US one. Ooh. Like that little hole punch? Looks nice, man. Ooh. But yeah, the cameras the are dynamic phenomenal. Dynamic island. Yeah, yeah, that little island. Yeah, cameras are phenomenal, and yeah. I don't know. I really like this phone, and uh, it's gonna be great for the upcoming trip that we got to Orlando. So <laughs> definitely gonna get some use out yeah. of it. Also, uh, Kyle, what did you upgrade from? Oh, dude, I upgraded from an iPhone eight plus, literally a five year old phone that I bought to the fourteen. Yeah, like a, literally, I the eight plus, which was I guess twenty seventeen, I think it was released, and then yeah, and I bought it like a year later because I didn't want the uh, notch. 
and then this is like the first like actual like iphone that's a full display with no notch it's just the pill cut out now so i was like phone's getting old it's a perfect opportunity to upgrade and it is i cannot use my old phone now without <laughs> literally wanting to vomit it's um, it's glorious <laughs> it's just oh man because the, the old panel was lcd this one's oled and like i didn't realize how crazy good oled was it's like i've never really used an oled device and now i'm like i, I could upgrade my switch next week dude get the oled switch like it's just <laughs> it looks so good you know um there you go but yeah yeah, no, definitely gonna get some use out of this. It's a great camera, but I mean, the the 12 Pro Max would make for some really good uh, landscape vlogs, though. I think. <laughs> yeah, I, and that's the thing too is uh, you know we are, like you said, going to Orlando. Um, so those of you that don't know, there's an upcoming Halo event that's in Orlando, uh, that takes place the 23rd through the 25th. So when this Actually comes out it'll be that weekend right yeah. when i mean yeah. when this comes out we'll all be in orlando at that point so yeah yeah <laughs> yeah sure so uh i'm actually packed up and i'm leaving tomorrow morning to head down to orlando so i am leaving on the 18th and we're driving down so that way i can uh you know enjoy some family time you know been grinding really hard so it'll be nice to actually yeah. relax and uh have some time away so my wife and i are going to universal studios well and our daughter so we're going to universal studios and then we're going to magic kingdom and then we're going to epcot and then the three days in orlando so we're gonna try and take some nice video some well we're not gonna vlog it so that's the main thing is we're gonna do like snippets we're gonna do like yeah. little video snippets to make it like a uh what would you call that uh, like montage. a collage, a real yeah, like a montage, montage. yeah, a yeah. montage real, just a moving uh collab, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we're gonna do that, um, rather than like vlogging, because you know it's exhausting when you're like, "Hey guys, here we are, we're here, and we're doing this, and like all kinds of stuff like that," you know. So it's just better to like you know just capture like moments that are just happening so that way you feel like you're present and it's not like it's staged or anything it's not like all right let's let's get ready to take a video <laughs> like, okay. uh you know so we want it to be like super organic and just something that we can look back on and have some good memories of you know traveling and stuff and that way we're staying away from our phones more and just living in the moment and that good fun stuff so it's gonna be a good time yeah yeah, dude, that's that's got to be the biggest thing. That's why, like, I never, like, really took vlogging seriously or, like, wanted to get into vlogging because it's, like, I mean, I hear, and you hear from all the big-time vloggers, like, that eventually end up, like, stopping. It's just, like, they don't realize how out of the moment they are <laughs> until, like, it finally hits them after their, like, you know, two or three hundredth video. It's, like, whoa, like, you know, I'm actually, uh, I actually don't remember too much because <laughs> it's just, like, sitting there um, doing that, yeah. so, yeah. It's a very weird thing. Like the content's great, but it like it gets to a point where it's just like it's just the cost is too great on your own like personal <laughs> like mental being. Right, and that's that's kind of why like my wife and I have kind of we we did like our family vlogging channel for a little bit on YouTube. We we're kind of just like uh, it's like you know sometimes 
you know, things don't go as planned and you might get like frustrated and stuff and you're getting frustrated about a video not working rather than like just spending time together, you know? So yeah. it's like, we, we just kind of did away with that. We were like, yeah, there's no sense in like messing with it and whatever. So yeah. Rather like, just enjoy being together. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's my, that's my thing with concerts. I never do like, I'm not one that's literally like this, the whole show. Like same. I, I never do that. I'll take like a photo at the beginning, maybe like a couple in the middle, or maybe I'll like shoot like a 30 second video every now and again. But like, I'm as like, present as can be. See, that's the thing, dude. It's like, <laughs> dude, you're not, enjoy thing. <laughs> you're not enjoying the show. Cause you're like, Oh, is my frame right? Like, am I, is it like, and it's like, dude, just the music's there, man. This is such a, like an amazing experience. You're just completely just like screwing up. Right. Yeah. I've only done that a few times at concerts, but it was for like my friend's favorite band ever. Yeah. So it was like it wasn't even for me anyway, and I wasn't that interested in being in the moment. <laughs> but if I'm seeing a band that I'm like obsessed with, it's like I'm showing up one thousand percent sober and I'm not looking at my phone. I'll leave it in the car. It's just like let's <laughs> yeah. let's go enjoy this moment, you know? Yeah. That's the thing, dude. I live in the moment, man. I'm sitting there. I'm sitting there singing and dancing. I don't care. I'm like the Facts. only person. Like, dude, I went to a 21 Pilot show a couple weeks ago. I acted like I was the only person in the room, and it was the greatest like thing ever. <laughs> like, I've seen them a bunch, <laughs> but it's like it's just I I it's, I have to do that. If I don't do that, I feel like I'm not having fun. So, bro, when we were in Izu, you and I, Kyle, yeah. in New York, and we were just freaking headbanging and dancing dude. over on that one side stage where flux played bro we were just <laughs> dude that was one living of, in the moment baby that, that was is... one of the greatest like festival concert moments of my life like no not even kidding like we were very much Let's like go. we just had drinks it was like because for me like i had a couple drinks but i was at the point where i was like i was like feeling good and i knew if i drank more it was gonna be bad so i just like held <laughs> on to that for like the rest of the night <laughs> like i stopped drinking and i just was vibing the rest of the night and it felt so good perfect i literally Bro, struck actually, that balance wait are you okay so there was two there was two times of that because there was the one time when we were at flux mm -hmm. over and we were everyone was like headbanging going crazy because it was heavier music but then the other time that we were in that uh that tequila lounge or whatever the 21 plus area yeah and you were dancing like a freak Dude, that was man, so good. i was so <laughs> in it I, like i'm telling you man like you catch me especially like I mean, if I drink too, it's like it comes out more. But like, you just catch me in that right moment, dude. I literally don't care, and I'm just like there vibing. <laughs> I'll do whatever. Like, you're just so good. I still have that video too, man. I, was <laughs> I think I might I was too. videoing him. I was <laughs> videoing him me. dancing, bro. Yeah, yeah. I had so many people. There were so like, many of my, my friends. Mind. Yeah, that like you sent me that. I think I like posted to a story or something. There were so many of my friends that were like, "You like you dance like." <laughs> they were like, yeah. they'd never <laughs> seen me like in that element. And I was like, yeah, dude, I was having fun. I mean, sure. it was dancing. Yeah. I, I was shocked too, because like I, you know, I would love to be able to dance, and that's like one of my things that I put on like my list. Like if I get, if I get a certain amount of money, you know, I want to take like dance lessons, like kind of yeah. like hip hop dance or something like that. And actually, learn how to dance because like I've always been intrigued by it, but I just have never put in any time to it. And then to see people like Kyle dancing and having a good time, like, dang, yeah. let's go, baby. Dude, yeah. <laughs> I mean, dude, same thing, like, real quick before we get off it. Like, it, and Ultra, too. Like, we went to Ultra back in March. Dude, I was, like, I remember, like, the there was, like, a maybe the first couple days, like, I was having fun. Like, I was very much, like, in the moment and stuff. But I would see people. There was especially a guy near us. I forget who we were watching. 
but there was like it may have been the uh, seven lines set but there was a guy like near us that he was like he was just i don't know i don't think he was on drugs or anything but he was just dancing and dude he was acting like nobody else was around him and he was like i have never seen someone just like have just like just like focused dance like just by themselves and like no one's watching and like it was like it i was like dude like that must be really liberating and then the next night because like it, i was already getting i was kind of tired and stuff because it was the last day like i always am on like last day's festivals but like that last night we listened to it was Sullivan King. I don't remember. It was it was someone we went to that last night, and I remember I just I did the same thing he did, and I had that was the most fun I had at the event, <laughs> like just that that yeah. last night because I just didn't care. I was like, oh, it's it's how you have to be. That's how that's where I really learned that. Like I just dude, if I'm at a music festival, dude, I just don't care. <laughs> I'm doing whatever I want to like enjoy the moment. The saying is dance like nobody's watching. Exactly. You have to, man. I feel like it's the it's like yeah. the best way to have fun for me. For sure. I mean, I don't like I said, I don't dance and I feel like I'm a total goofball when I dance. And I remember that I danced like nobody was watching at my wedding and and oh, dude. I had the best time ever. Oh, I, I had a dance battle against somebody. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> like, like, I don't dance and I had a dance battle. What the heck is that? Amazing. Oh, dude. Yeah. Music brings out the best, I swear. It really does. For sure. Uh, all right. I feel like we got to reel this back in a little bit. Although <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> that was talking about. Right, right, right. Um, so where were we? So yeah, you moved back to Michigan. You start the business. So back to that landscaping business real quick. So when did that start? Like when did you, when did your wife actually start the business? Uh, so they started that early in the summer. So she's been doing that for a while now, uh, building clients and stuff like that. Um, I mainly stepped in when my wife has, she kind of like injured her back, but she's still just keeping on, keeping on. Cause she's a beast. Mm. <laughs> and, uh, so she just, you know, I was filling in for her for a couple of jobs while her back was kind of hurting. And I was like, yo, I actually like really like this. So like, you know, if you want to, you know, relax and we can, you know, you could focus your energy on kind of relaxing, you know, hanging out with Layla or like, you know, working your other stuff, um, then go for it, you know, because I have no problem filling in with these jobs and actually doing it and taking over and whatever. And I was like, because I actually really like this. And I was like, I mean, if I got to sacrifice some stream time to make some actual money, then, you know, I'd rather make money yeah, <laughs> at the end sure. of the day, you know? So, like I said, she started that, like, so we moved, we moved back in November, and then she had established her previous business with Cosmetology before we moved away. So that was already a thing. So when we came back, she was able to just pick that right back up where she left off. And then um, she established the landscaping thing. And then as of, like, a month ago, she got another job. So she... <laughs> Like I said, she's a beast. <laughs> yeah, she is. Working, man, working. And so, it's so like, so since you're kind of like, I don't want to say like taking over the business, but kind of like, you know, taking a more kind of like uh, leadership role, I guess. Um, Like, what what is kind of your plans going forward with it? Do you like want to expand it, like invest back into it? Like, do you want to grow it? Like, because I know, especially like probably Michigan winners, there may not be as much to do. So like, do you have a plan kind of going into that about how you want to like yeah. go through that? <laughs> 
so like fall season's coming up and everything so we're gonna try and hammer out a lot of fall season stuff uh in the landscaping too is like you know we're not gonna do like snow removal or anything like that because then you'd have to invest in like a plow and all that and there's already so many people that are already doing that. Plus, they have like the main road commission people that take care of the main roads and stuff. So, um, don't really want to get into snow removal. So the so the winters will kind of be more so like the off season. So like fall, you know, with leaves falling, uh, taking care of leaves and property cleanup, and we we just call it fall cleanup. Uh, fall is going to be pretty crazy. Um, so we're going to be we've already got a lot of people that are looking to get fall cleanup stuff done so um we're gonna take care of that and then like i said winter is kind of gonna be like an off season where i'll just channel more energy into streaming and stuff uh especially with all the hot new games that are coming out oh baby we can talk about that later <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh yeah so uh i could focus a lot of energy into my content creation again after fall season's done um, especially after this Halo event, you know, there's not a whole lot of Halo stuff happening going on, so I might transition my energy into other games. Um, and, you know, ride that out through the winter, and then when spring hits, and, you know, got spring cleanup after winter and stuff like that, then we'll be back into landscaping and stuff. So, um, also, during this winter season, like I had talked about earlier, I'm going to pursue like career opportunities potentially so maybe if you know next year comes about and i don't want to do landscaping i'll always have a backup plan so that's true yeah it makes sense dude i'm so happy for this guy mike you know <laughs> i'm sorry for this dude <laughs> <laughs> oh man so um so yeah, you were doing because you mentioned before, kind of at the start of it, that you know you were doing Halo Five, you transitioned to Halo Infinite. Halo Infinite wasn't necessarily the launch that people wanted. I mean, there's content missing. There's we could you know spend a whole hour on that if we wanted to, but um, <laughs> yeah. it was also an era before you transitioned to Halo, even where you were playing Apex Legends. You were grinding that game a lot, mm -hmm. and you recently decided to incorporate that into some of your stream days now and kind of do a mix of Halo Infinite and Apex. So like, I mean. How are you liking that transition? And like, how does it feel to be back on PEX, man? Dude, Apex is honestly, in my opinion, the best battle royale. I just love the system that they have for like the shields and the way that they change like the shield progression. So you start off with a white shield that you have, I think it's 25 damage on or 50. I don't even 50, remember. I think, yeah. Yeah, and then as you do damage to other players, your shields gain more health to them if you hit a certain amount of damage to 125 shield, you know? So yeah. it's like, it's super cool the way that you can see the progression happening in-game. So, and the way that the game rewards you is by getting kills. Like, you could literally go for placement and get, like, top three and still be negative points because you don't have skill points or assist points and stuff so it's like the game forces you to get kills or assist you know help your team take people out you know so the game is a lot of fun uh i used to play it back in like season four it was like diamond i stopped playing because i could only get games in 
uh, EU, like NA was so dead that I could only queue EU servers and I had to play on like 100 plus ping. Uh, so that was terrible and I didn't like it. So I stopped playing and then that's when I kind of researched back on Halo. But yeah, now being back on Apex, I'm loving it. It's so much fun. And the, re the main reason why I did that is because you'd have to be, I mean, I kind of am crazy. It's in the name, but like, I'm not insane to the point where I'm going to stream and play Halo Infinite every single day during my stream times because the game is in such a bad state. Like when you die through walls, you get shot through walls and yada, yada, yada. There's just so much going on with like desync and everything that it just makes the game not fun. And when you're trying to play ranked and it, it feels like there's no competitive integrity with desync and all that, um, it makes it really hard to want to play every single day. So like I said, I incorporated Apex into like two days a week and then I'll get on Halo Infinite to grind out like challenges and you know, play some fun stuff with my community and whatnot. But other than that, I just don't really have much of a drive to play Halo Infinite, which is really sad because like, like I said, I built my whole brand essentially around Halo and then to not be in love with it like I want to be is like depressing. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, there's so many people right now like that. So many Halo creators, you know, um, yeah. and I see it on Twitter and stuff. And, you know, I know people yeah. are trying to be positive, but, you know, it's just I mean, the game, man, freaking game. I mean, I'm one of the most positive guys in the space and it's it's just taken a toll on me. It's been like a year almost since the game came out and it feels like not a whole lot has happened in a year and it's pretty sad. So the winter update, should I say more, you know, <laughs> it's like, I mean, uh, roadmap that they released that wasn't <laughs> really content. It's probably oh, rough. Oh, yeah. So, so I mean, so the, the winter update comes out. What is that? November, November 9th, I think. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. So, like in between the ninth and the eighth or something yeah. yeah so that's when that comes out so i'm gonna be grinding you know i'm gonna put apex to the side when that comes out and grind halo infinite to knock out like all the new content and check out all the new stuff and kind of hang out on halo infinite a lot more once you know new content drops but you know we're kind of in a dry spell right now and so the week after that, though, is where I'm uh, conflicted, boys. I must say, very conflicted. Actually, Should we discuss? Yeah. See, so this is. I'll admit, this is probably the first time I'm hearing this. You, had, there's possibility you want to pursue other games. Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah, and honestly, one of the craziest parts to you, Kyle. This is gonna blow your mind. A single player. A single oh my player. Gosh. Game. I've never even heard of him playing a single player <laughs> game before. I, I don't. I haven't. Also, actually, that brings up a good point. You need to jump on Cyberpunk. So, I, yeah. I, never finished, yeah. I never finished the game, and I, you said there was a big update to the game or something? Yeah, yeah. there was. Uh, Very big update. Yeah. <laughs> so I need to actually play through that, so that I need to put that on my list. Um, I, and the game that I'm talking about releases on November 8th. Uh -oh. Does that ring any bells? Remember it eight. should, because I know we've covered it. 
God of War. Well, <laughs> <nope>. <laughs> imagine, imagine he buys a PlayStation right now. <laughs> All right. Uh, Sonic Frontiers. That's right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sonic oh, Frontiers yeah. looks really good. I haven't played Sonic since, like, the the old, old, old school days. Like, Not even way, on the way, way back. No. Oh, uh-huh. you're you're gonna be in for a treat. Dude, yeah, I know that. That's sure. like I was watching like the previews for this game, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, it looks so sick! Like it looks like so much fun, just like you know, grinding on all this other crazy stuff and flying yeah. about the map God. and stuff." I was like, yeah. "Dude, this game looks so sick!" So I've got Sonic Frontiers on my list. Um, you know that Halo update comes out then as well around that time, but then like a week later new call of duty comes out yeah Modern Warfare that's 2. right oh man. Modern warfare 2 comes out and that's the game that i might uh push a lot of content on Not gonna i do lie. yeah it looks really game. good um one thing i will say about Modern Warfare 2 i saw that there is a way to slide cancel again which is very i think divided amongst the community i think most of the comp community probably loves it but like yeah there's a lot of i've seen a lot of casual people like uh can they just like patch this out like it's just so like it's so frustrating when you get slam dunked on by a pro player that's just slide canceling around corners. But, yeah. uh, I guess I haven't played Call of Duty or paid attention to the scene enough to really know. Yeah. I mean, because there's a slide what? mechanic, right? I mean, right. if you were to just slide normally, it takes a while for, you know, the animations to go and you need to get your gun out and, like, actually shoot someone. But if you slide cancel, you can slide around a corner and instantly cancel the animation and then you can just, like, just completely craft on everyone <laughs> like because yeah. like you have your gun ready quicker and stuff like that so i, I um, feel like as an experienced controller player i could probably have used that mechanic too eh? yeah i mean that's the probably thing. yeah you could probably learn <laughs> yeah. It. yeah it's like you know give or take, you could eh? learn it i mean kids people that are just bad probably don't want in the game <laughs> but, <laughs> but i didn't say it <laughs> uh I didn't hear anything. Uh, I didn't say it, man. But yeah, no, COD, I mean, from the multiplayer preview, the COD next event, it looked, uh, there's a lot of content, especially like for Warzone players, they have a whole new map and everything and like a whole new like they do, yeah. game. So yeah, it's a lot I there. I think that's, that's where I'm going to try to uh, get my footing the most in is probably Warzone, you yeah. know, because I love Apex. I love Battle Royales. I grew, I mean, I don't want to say I grew up with Battle Royales, but I grew with the scene of Battle Royales. You know, H1Z1 to PUBG and uh, Apex and whatever else in between. Uh, so I've always loved playing Battle Royales. And, you know, with Apex being a Battle Royale and hope hopefully Warzone is like the game for me. Warzone 2 with Modern Warfare 2. Hopefully it's like super fun. And, you know, with the cross progression between Warzone 2 and the main game, the multiplayer, uh, being able to just switch whenever I want to would be really nice. Yeah, and that's you know what I was hoping for with Halo Infinite. I, that mean, I wasn't gonna say it, but yeah, <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah, I knew that's where you're going with it. Yeah. Um, oh, dude, yeah, yeah. I mean, what is it? Probably a year until we hear about that BR for Halo. But yeah, they were saying like longer. end, well, end yeah, of 2023, if anything. Yeah. yeah, if anything. But I mean. Like back to COD, I think it, one of the one of the key takeaways I had from the next event was like there are so many it what feels like so many different aspects from other games that they're adding to this like whole Call of Duty universe. 
I mean, um, I know they have like a in the multiplayer there's like a hostage mode that's very similar to like it reminds me of kind of siege, kind of you know, you have to break in, like kill the other team, get the hostage out, kind of thing, um, and like save that. And then I think one thing that interested me the most, and when they said this was that Warzone Two, they're going to be introducing a raid to it, kind of like a Destiny raid, <laughs> where it's like you know you can get a group of people and you can like do a raid. So that kind of I'm really curious to see how they're going to do that, in like kind of the Call of Duty way. But um, stuff like that is very interesting. I mean, just the fact that they're branching out to try, you know, new things is a very good sign. And um, oh, yeah. Speaking of trying new things, did you see the triple circle thing? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That yes. that was one of the main points. I think I we talked about in the last cast. Mike and I did. Um, yeah, it's amazing. Uh, yeah, Dude, that's such a good dope, idea. Man. Yeah, that's that's something nobody's done, and I'm very very curious to see how that's gonna play out. Because it looks uh, looks very good. <laughs> I mean, the coolest part too about it is when it happened. I was like watching that, uh, you know, the big event or whatever. It shows how many players are left in each circle. Did yeah. you see that? Yeah, it's, it shows it's wild, how many dude. are left in each circle. <laughs> it's like, dude, that's crazy. And you know, that's the kind of stuff that you know I see, and that is like super attractive to me because I can see that those developers actually like care about that game and they've listened to a lot of the community and they've proven that they've lit that they're listening to their communities by implementing all of these things and then like to see the event that they held they put 200 large creators in a single area and gave them two pcs one for gaming and one yeah, for streaming. Dude, that's, that is a that's, lot of PCs. I don't know how they kept 400 that room. PCs. I don't know how they kept that room that cold to run all that without like <laughs> right. scratching. It's wild. Dude, the oh. content that came out of that too was unreal. Like I saw a Twitter video. I don't know if I shared it with you guys, but I saw a Twitter video of Nick Merckx. He quickscoped Cloaksy. Like it was the nastiest quickscope I'd ever seen. Like he just picked up like, I don't know, like some sniper and he was just popping people and Cloaksy happened to be one of them. And so after that fight, he immediately ran over to Cloaksy Station and, like, started dogging on him and, like, pointing at him and stuff. And he's like, dude, you just got annihilated. And, dude, it was like, and, like, Cloaksy Stream chat's, like, blowing up, like, laughing. It's funny stuff. Like, that's, awesome. that's the type of stuff that that, like, kind of event creates. And I just, that's why I right. love that. It's just, like, you create those opportunities for content that you would never get elsewhere. It's wild. That's did you, a good idea. Did, you, did you see the Courage one? I saw, I, I saw Courage, like, I think he was, like, with, raging with multiplayer or something guy? like that. Yeah, I, I didn't see that, but I saw him uh, a little bit. You, you guys know the, the guy that has, like, the recorder? That uses, yeah, yeah, like, I see. He goes to the recorder yeah. to, to play. Well, uh, it, was, it was a clip of Courage coming in saying, like, you guys all stink and you guys are going to get destroyed. And then it was, like, the recorder guy or the flute guy that killed him. <laughs> <It was like, laughs> Dude. Oh, it was so funny. Oh, man. Yeah, there was so much content. They were doing like it was like a thirty minute countdown before the event started too, and they had like they would just like bring in like they bring in creators to like come and give their thoughts, like their pre event thoughts like, before they do it. It was like it was some pretty funny content that came out of that too. Like you know, Courage was up there at one point, and, like a bunch of other creators, and yeah, th- those events were so sick, and um, it's it's a real treat because you you don't get I feel like especially now we don't get that often, but who knows that may uh may happen more in the future yeah i'm hoping that stuff like that just you know ramps up after the whole covid stuff and how everything just kind of shut down i'm hoping that like more events and everything just keep happening and just man i look i look forward to 
know, being able to go to events like that, like this, the the Halo event that's coming up, I look forward to going to all these Halo events because I get to like hang out with you guys. You know, yeah. it's like yeah. big events like that. You just look forward to hanging out with everybody and meeting people and stuff. Yeah, for so. sure. Yeah, it's um, I feel like especially after seeing the COD event, I feel like we're at that point now where it's like you know obviously pandemic you know it's going to be kind of an ongoing thing but it's to a point now where we're kind of back i think to where we were before <laughs> and that's nice to just like seeing like mm. all these events and yeah um yeah i think we're like finally back to the spot i mean we saw you know like evo like yeah like there was massive stuff at evo you know but regardless it was still a great event <laughs> it's like we're starting right. to see stuff like that again and it's, yeah, it's like a beautiful I, thing i've always like seen like the pax events and stuff like that and like all kinds of big conventions and stuff and i've never been to anything like that and it's like i would love to go to like one of these bigger events or venues or whatever and like there was i don't know which ones it is but they usually have some that are like multi-game events within one venue like you can go here and watch this yeah, you can go here and watch this. You can go there and watch that. I want to go to one of those. Yeah, that'd be sick. That's how MLG used to be. They yeah, had like they, yeah, one for like that. Halo 2 and then Super Smash. And then they had another game, Gears of War. Like all at the same place. It was nuts. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it would have been sick. Like, I, I wouldn't have gone to that event, but it would have been sick, you know, to see the Dream Pack in February. <laughs> like, if it was like Halo yeah. and then like Rocket League and then other stuff, and you could just kind of like swap and like go to a bunch yeah. of games. It would have been cool. That'd be so sick, dude that's what that's what i want to go to that's what i'm hoping like halo ends up doing is like you know coupled with other events like right there so that way you know there might not be a super eventful series going on so you go over and you watch rocket league for a bit or whatever yeah because you know everyone's interested in other games it's not like people are just dead set on one video game and that's like all they do I mean, dude, I mean, that's yeah. all. That's uh, all I stream. But off stream, I'm playing Rocket League and Apex yeah, and stuff. Yeah, so. It's like, yeah. I mean, dude, the Rocket League Worlds is another great event that happened recently. It's like they filled up a whole stadium, and like now it's like such a crazy yeah. energy to see. So, dude, yeah. the the best part about that whole event is the uh, the guy that was squatting on his chair. It looked like he was teabagging realistically, <laughs> but he was he was squatting like he was standing on his chair, and the whole crowd was counting every single one the dude got up to like a hundred and they had him on the main camera because they were having like technical difficulties on the main stage so they were like panning to people in the crowd and they panned yeah. over to this guy he's just crouching yeah, that's so funny <laughs> doing like a hundred plus oh my gosh yeah. it's just like that is wild yeah it's like that energy you know it's just like you yeah. want to be there you want to yeah. experience it. it's good to have that back and see these events man it's wild Crazy. That's why I'm hoping <laughs> Mike Mike might not uh be a fan of this, but I'm hoping Optic in the finals at HCS. Because <laughs> op listen, Optic fans, Optic crowd, baby. Optic gets everybody pumped. You know for a fact. You know for a fact Nick, that when losing. Listen, I don't shh, listen. They keep losing. Kansas City. Kansas City. When Optic got knocked out, the crowd right. was non-existent. Well, that's because everybody just wants to see formal win, or they want to see the green wall come back. But here's the truth, man. They coming back. Because Cloud9 <laughs> and Sentinels are here to stay. Dang, Cloud9? Nine. Cloud9. Nine oh, G1. G1's going to beat Cloud9. I'll believe G1 do it on LAN when I see it. Okay? 
Like, I need to mm. see it. Because all these events I have been online, and this that. is a game that's highly unstable. The servers... You're switching <laughs> servers mid-game. <laughs> You're going from, like, 20 ping to 20,000 for Sentinels. So yeah. it's like... Man, I don't, I don't believe any of it. I, I halfway think Sentinels, every online tournament where there's no real money involved, they're throwing everything. They're, like, doing <laughs> super predictable strats. Because at the beginning of every single tournament, their strats are completely different. different. Yeah. Completely different. I think they're scrimming people strictly to make them play how they want them to play against them. You know what I mean? They're just sending out Smart. nothing but garbage online scrims. You know, and when you, you get to the was, event, you're like, well, they know we do this every time, so let's just combat it. You know who's the mastermind behind that? Uh, Hoaxer? No, Hoaxer's on Cloud9. That's Lethal. Lunchbox. Le no. What? Oh, Lethal for sure. But I'm, Lethal's the mastermind behind that. Uh, Royal One. Oh, yeah, it is Royal One. Where's Lunchbox? Lunchbox Optic. is on Optic. Yeah! Optic, yeah, Optic right, okay. baby. Optic. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but Lethal is definitely a mastermind. And people give him a hard time, too. They're like, he doesn't have the oh, stats. Yeah, sure. And he had that <laughs> one tweet after they won. And everybody kept saying Lethal should be cut, right? And he was yeah, just the tweet. Lethal. Yeah, the tweet was just like, you guys can keep saying this all you want, but without me calling out and using my brain, Frosty couldn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> he said Frosty and Royal 2 wouldn't be yeah. able to do nothing. Yeah, running around with chickens <laughs> with their heads cut off. Oh, dude. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I was going to say we could like run a prediction of who's going to take it. I mean, I know Nick's optic already, I, but it's like at the same time, it's it's hard to say because no one thought Sentinels were going to win at Kansas City. And sure enough, you know, they turned out at land. That, so. that was crazy. Okay, bro. Let me put it this way. I think if if I'm on Sentinels, no matter who my three teammates are, we're getting top eight. That's how good they are. Yeah, for sure. I'm That's, trash. I mean, yeah. Also, oh, they're definitely gonna be. <laughs> he said, he said I'm trash. <laughs> yeah, but like, let's be real. They have they have three of probably the top five players in the scene. When lethal is considered your worst player, that's a great team. <laughs> for sure. That's yeah. insane, dude. So, I think it's gonna go Sentinels again. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there that's you go. Crazy. Yeah. I mean, I, I know, don't know. you both go for optic, right? I mean, I want Optic, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. There's so many teams. I mean, Sentinels, they really performed on LAN, right? So it's like, I, mean, I feel like it could probably be a pretty easy like prediction that they're going to you know, do pretty well. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it really just depends. I mean, because, you know, G1's done really well online, but as was proven at Kansas City, online does not translate to LAN one-to-one. -one. So does that mean they're going to do bad? No, but I think um, that's a team I'm really going to be looking out for is G1. Um, I want to see them perform. I um phase is like so weird now i just don't i don't think like phase is gonna do as well as people think and you know not to like you know crap all over them but i just it's uh scrims have really shown that online so um i don't know how much no internet's gonna help them <laughs> but it's uh but yeah that, that's an interesting team i mean i'll still you know i'll still watch them because i think they'll make for good games but yeah it's uh that team has been through the ringer the past like months so <laughs> it'll be interesting to see yeah. and to bring that up to you uh I will not be cheering much for FaZe, but I will be cheering for United with they picked up Snipe Down. Yeah. Snipe Down's That's now really on e United. Yeah. That team, team, bro. Yeah, with Ryan Oob on that team and like mm -hmm. I just wanna see how they play, bro. Yeah, for sure. They're gonna be good. 
uh, yeah, I know. That's, yeah, like, that's the thing. So it's like, they, they might just creep up on everybody and like take uh take a high placing. So yeah, sure. I haven't watched any of like their scrims or anything, so I don't know how they're actually playing together. But you know, that'd be gonna be an interesting one for me to watch. Yeah, yeah it was it was so crazy seeing you know we we don't have a KCP roster now. It's native red, and so it's like it's really interesting to see like they just picked Manny back up and then like, like formed the original squad again because they like didn't want to break it. So it's like that was kind of a crazy last minute pick. So, um, but yeah, they're going back into it same team. So I'm hoping they perform well. Uh, but yeah. It's gonna be yeah. Uh, it was just weird. It was weird how they they traded him away and then they picked him right back up. Yeah, <laughs> like, like I thought it was so funny. It's like it was I felt the like they that traded him away. Yeah, the org. Yeah, the yeah. org traded him away, and you could tell because those guys wanted him back. <laughs> they were like, yeah. "No, dude. No, yeah. dude." Yeah, dude. Nate is in a weird spot with two teams. It's like I feel like for Halo, like not to be too cynical, but I feel like there's especially for HTS. I feel like it's really weird to try and do two separate teams because, like, financially, you know they're in the red. Like, there's no way you're paying for two teams and, you know, going to make money off that. So, very interesting investment. But, you know, who knows? If they do well, you know, Native's going to get their name out there more. So, it's probably going to be more valuable for their brand in general than, you know, any money we yeah. give them. So, I'm um, very excited to see uh, how uh, both those teams do. Because, yeah, because, I mean, uh, it's what King J Mines is on Team Black with uh, or Native Black with, I think, I think it's Piggy and um, yeah, it's, it's Piggy, Piggy, Aperture, King J and Mines. Yeah, yeah, that should yeah, be a pretty they, solid team. So um, they just beat FaZe um, in a tournament not too long ago last week. Yeah, dude, FaZe, man, yeah, it's okay. going to be so interesting to see them on land, man. Um, it's going to be something. <laughs> it's going to be something. It's going to be something. Dude, this, oh, man, because uh, like now that I'm like. Cause see, I obviously was new to the Halo scene in Raleigh, so like I didn't know anything. And now that I've had like, I've been actually keeping track of everything and seeing the storylines yeah. and actually seeing how the teams have like played out, it's like got me more and more invested with each event. So yeah, mm. KC was awesome to see, and now it's gonna be even crazier because I, you know, have more knowledge of it now. So I'm very, uh, I'm gonna be very glued, I think, um, to a lot of those matches uh, in Orlando. Yeah, it's also gonna be hilarious. To see which teams just go rogue on land and break the gentlemen's agreements. <laughs> oh, that's, dude, that's oh, happening man. for dude, sure. Especially an open brack, dude. It's gonna be nuts, man. People are I, I know. Oh, I know two players that are openly doing it, like just not obeying <laughs> the GA. Yeah. The first one's Rob the Turtle, and nice. his Love team. It. If I can hold on, I actually have a lot of the teams. I know Mike's got the spreadsheet. This... He's got the. Everything. Not the full full list, but I'm trying to figure out when my team played them last. I I hmm, I don't think I have it saved. Who's the other one breaking the GA? Oh, Abature. Yeah, that's what I heard. I, <laughs> Abature, I saw it. I saw it on Twitter, bro. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, they were they were uh, my team scrimmed them yesterday. No, two days ago. Three three days ago. Yeah, that's how math works. Three days ago, and all of a sudden I just hear one of my players go. Dude, he just weapon dropped me. <laughs> just like <laughs> screaming. <laughs> he goes, it's on. And like, oh, so bad. So funny. Love it. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. Your team, do you want to go into detail about your team a little bit, Mike? I know, I know we're going to be, we're going to be rooting for the boys, you know? Uh, I don't know how much, like, what are your questions, really? Because it's like, right now, everybody's a little bit anxious to get there, get ready yeah. to go. They've been playing a bunch of teams, like, 
status quo they've been trimming against. They scrimmed against Mines, Abature, and the, those guys. They're doing well. Like, when their comms are on point, man, they're unstoppable. They almost beat... They almost beat... Uh, I forgot who it was. They they played them in a tournament and took them to a lot of games, and they honestly should have won. They just made, like, one or two errors in a match that cost, like, an extra 15 to 20 seconds of ball time, and they lost that round by, like, five or ended up losing a flag because of just some nonsense. Um, but, I mean, it's an online game, right? So my team is Gunshot, Sorel, Six Story, and... Um, squilly and they've like they've all been teamed together now for the last month or so fully yeah. booked up set up team pass paid for we may have an org now not sure if we do excited to hear that we'll, Spicy. we'll see we'll see how that works i'm not at liberty to discuss so of course yeah excited to watch them yeah. though online yeah for sure it's gonna be it's gonna be a good time yeah it's gonna be a good time if i when we make it to Championship Sunday, I have a surprise. So, I mean, more good. they got they're gonna make it to Championship bracket, and I'll look like a proper manager. <laughs> so ready, dude, I'm so ready. Oh I'm man, yeah. Um, I know from my perspective, I've seen uh, I've seen Squilly especially in a lot of like it may have been like some ESA tourneys, but I've seen him in a lot of kind of lower tourneys. And dude, he's just been annihilating. Like he's just been fragging. Like that dude can get killed. Oh, yeah. it's insane. Um, yeah so yeah everybody on the team is a freak of nature mechanically <laughs> dude yeah it's wild like, and we we watched we watched them scrim the other night i'm on sorel stream and that was like pfft, like it's just crazy what they do sometimes and it just yeah. works <laughs> it's like it's wild um so yeah i don't know very excited to see them play and i know we're definitely gonna be uh watching so yeah we're gonna be standing right over your shoulder yeah screaming <laughs> For everyone to hear. <laughs> you're, you're gonna hear the crazy Miller. They're desperate. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, super super excited for the land stuff though. That's uh, it's coming up. Yeah, it's gonna be a good time. It's gonna be really good to see you guys. To be yeah. honest. Yeah, for real. That's okay. that's hey. the best part. How about you come early and meet us in Epcot on Thursday, you turd? I land at like three fifteen, so mm -hmm. I gotta check into the hotel. But at Epcot, no, we had this conversation. It costs like $80 to get in. And it doesn't even do the final like hours that some amusement parks do. Oh, How about this? You meet me some other time, not at Epcot. <laughs> well, we have the whole week, so. Yeah, it's a fact. Facts. Yeah. The whole weekend, rather. So if your team, I'm not trying to give any... Uh, any weird juju here, but if they get eliminated Saturday, we're going out Saturday night, big time. That is big shot. time. Yeah, there's no shots there's no there. Shot. I mean, they're making the break. It's fine. It's, it's they're they're making it. Like I'm yeah. manifesting, dude. Like <laughs> it's happening. Yeah. So yeah. let's go. The boys are going all the way. Yeah. All I'm saying is, I know one night I'm trying to meet the boys. Ido, shout out Zido. I don't know if he's listening, but but yeah, I'm definitely gonna try and uh, meet up with him because I don't think he's going That's to the event, true. but he's going to be in Orlando, which is like, I'm like, dude, I I'm still gonna make time. It doesn't matter. So. Yeah, I know. That's um, what I said too. I this the whole Twitter post that yeah, I was messaging. I was like, bro, so what? You're gonna you're gonna go and me, Kyle, and Patty. You've known us for a, like how long now, and you're just not gonna meet up with us? Yeah. Like, there's no shot. There's yeah, no yeah. shot. Yeah, it's happening one way or the other. I don't care if I have to miss like an insane match or anything. It's happening. Um. Right. So, but yeah, yeah, dude. There's gonna be a lot of people there. 
I'm just excited, dude. It's gonna be wild. It's gonna be a crazy event. Um, we'll definitely, uh, definitely gotta get drinks and stuff too at some point. Definitely go out a little more than we did <laughs> the last couple of events. Because like last couple yeah, events, we kind of just we would call it early, I think, on some nights. But uh, that's Orlando, dude. Gotta have a little fun. So yeah, for sure. And it's crazy. I mean, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, I think Epcot is like. Got all the crazy fancy food. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, but for real, I I haven't even researched anywhere near like the venue that has uh I, like I haven't researched any food places nearby. So that'll definitely be one thing that we we do and look for somewhere really nice. Yeah, sure. Like when you took us to the beer garden, bro. The beer garden was so cool in uh, Raleigh. Like I want to go somewhere like that. Yeah. I know of a couple yeah, of places nice. in Orlando. I know locals in Orlando I can probably talk to and see what they know. But that actually reminds me, there's going to be a big crowd behind the team. Now that I think of it, there's going to be a lot of people showing up. Like, you guys are showing up, and I'm like, everybody that knows you in the Halo community is going to be stalking you, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy Miller. <laughs> I'm just trolling. But like, yeah, like you, got a, you got a community that's probably going to be showing up, too, that I want to say hello. Yeah. Yeah, well, sure. I, it was funny too because I tweeted, uh, you know, I tweeted that I'm kind of signing off and, you know, I'm not going to be streaming or whatever. And I was like, see you guys in Orlando. And I had a bunch of people that I didn't even know was going. They're like, see you in Orlando. And I'm like, wait, what? What? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's go. So it's like, it's cool though because, you know, we went to Raleigh and I got to meet a bunch of people there. And then going to Kansas City, it's like you see some of the same people, but then you meet a bunch more. So yeah. Orlando to be like meeting a bunch of new people and then seeing all the other people that's why events are so cool man super yeah. stoked sure very very yeah. stoked excited oh, well, Orlando's such a good place to go to yeah dude i mean that's the thing too it's like got all the parks man it's like the perfect just like you know like take aside the event like there's just so much to do there so mm-hmm. yeah yeah and that's that's the thing too is like I was like, yeah, I'm excited for Halo, but I think I'm more excited to actually go to Disney and stuff with my family. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah spend some of that time, dude. For real. Yeah. It's a true vacation. It really is. And that's like the whole thing with like all these other like events that we've done is they are like essentially like a business trip, if you will, because I've either gone to play Halo or I've gone to like just kind of like network and meet people. Whereas this one's going to be like a true vacation and then into like the Halo thing. But I'm not competing or doing anything with this Halo event. So I can just keep it super chill. Like I don't have For to. Real. I don't have to be there. I have no so, ties, baby. Ties. Yeah. Sure. Well, I think that's going to be the best part. Yeah. Real. Well, it's been an hour and a half. I don't know if we have anything else we want to talk about. It's, uh, we're running a little over. Uh, I don't know, Mike, anything else? No, I kind of just let you take the command of the situation, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hey, this is a good conversation. I'm, I kind of just want to listen. <laughs> this is, this is, is the, any... uh, the Kyle Heath podcast featuring Mad Mike. <laughs> Let's go, finally. Finally. <laughs> I can retire. <laughs> oh, stop. Oh, stop. <laughs> oh, but, um. But yeah, no, it was a great conversation. I think it's a lot of the stuff I kind of wanted to know more about anyway, so I wanted to get all that yeah, juicy facts. detail. You know? Yeah, it was a good flow. But yeah. Yeah, and so what, like, what do you, I guess what we should finish off with really is like, 
we know that you're going to be taking a little bit of a step back. So what all are you going to be working on? Like, we know you got the job going on. You're going to make some real money, but it's, what's content creation look like? What can you say to your community of, like, your streaming and your scheduling coming up? And basically, like, what can they expect for mm. the next, I don't know, probably like six months because you are going to come back during the winter and you are going to be playing some newer games. Yeah. So, I mean, pretty much it's, I'm going to be trying to push more on other platforms. Uh, I know I've kind of touched on that a bit with like the Instagram and TikToks and stuff, because you can make some good money if you can grow your platform over there. And then also, you know, growing viewership and bringing them over to your main platform, that being Twitch. Um, so I am going to be pushing a lot more content or trying to. Uh, that's usually what I do with my time after stream is like pushing content on other platforms. But with the landscape job, I haven't been able to do that. And then with my daughter's school stuff, you know, I haven't been able to put in a ton of time with content. So um, winter is when we'll see like a huge influx after you know, with landscape stuff. But um yeah, I'm pretty much just going to be trying to stick to my main schedule and play other games, you know, because like I said, Halo's in such a dry spell. I'm going to try out probably Cyberpunk. Um, one thing I can talk about, though, is October. Um, October, I'm doing a charity stream for Gamers Outreach for the entire month of October. We did it last year and we raised like $2,000 during the entire month of October for Gamers Outreach Charity, which was incredible. We're gonna be doing that again this year. Um, so my first official charity stream will be October 3rd, and I'm gonna try and keep that schedule, you know, and push out as much content as possible and raise a bunch of money. The goal is gonna be $3,500, because that's how much it costs to build a gaming go-kart. And if we can get a gaming go-kart built it'll say you know crazy miller and his community contributed this and it goes into a hospital where kids can play on that gaming go-kart so it'll be like we are impacting and helping someone else in our name so cool. you know <laughs> it'd be so sweet yeah so so that's coming up um, in October, and I actually just opened up a P.O. box so that way people can send me, like, costumes or, you know, whatever. So that way if we hit certain goals, uh, like donation goals, I'll uh, put on costumes and stuff. So obviously you should I want to keep it appropriate, but yeah. yeah. Um, unboxing videos. Oh, yeah. Have you ever P.O. watched those unboxing? before? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, that would be a good idea. Yeah, that'd be sweet. Sir. So I can I can do uh that with the P.O. box stuff. Uh like I said, I made a big like Discord post about it. I have to drive pretty far to get to the P.O. box. Obviously, I'm not <laughs> putting a beacon right by my house, but so people need to let me know if they send me stuff. Um but yeah, that'll be pretty cool. Hopefully we get we'll see if we get some cool costumes or whatever. I know people have already talked about trying to get me to wear a maid outfit and stuff like that <laughs> <laughs> you know that might be uh at the final goal mark or something we'll see but you know that's what's coming up in october and then november like i said we've got 
the Sonic game coming out and uh, Halo Infinite's update plus uh, the new Call of Duty. So I really want to see if I can capitalize on the Call of Duty market. So it's opportunity there. That's for sure. Yeah, there really is. Uh, yeah. I yeah, there's so much content you can make for like TikTok, Twitter, anything for COD. It's such a popular IP. Well, we've seen it. Like yeah. yeah, Kyle and I. We uh, I forget what his name is, but he transitioned over to Warzone, and then he started making like on warzone like tutorials on weapons and different loadouts and stuff like that and his content went to the moon yeah got partnered partnered real quick and i was like holy crap and And so i I, yeah he's still doing it for a living i'm pretty sure i think he's still streaming and everything and he's making really good money (laughs) so like he's he's sustained for two plus years now so yeah yeah yeah, so that's what i'm saying is like you can if you can capitalize on that tiktok and all those other platforms and stuff you can just make it go nuts yeah, so that's that's the goal. And you know, with uh, Twitch allowing you to stream on TikTok, once I hit a thousand followers on TikTok, I can actually start doing live streams on there too. So, how much further do you have to go for that? Uh, last I checked, I could check real quick. I am currently at eight hundred and twenty-nine followers. But since we had talked about it, I haven't been able to post much content on there, so I haven't gained a ton of followers over there on TikTok recently. But easy gains, not much. <laughs> yeah, easy. I mean, just just pop off. Wait, what's the problem? Yeah, just pop off. Right? Yeah, right. It's not TikTok. Yeah, I mean, just uh, video explode. Come on. Yeah. Honestly, listen. If I if I wasn't if if Twitch wasn't my only and main source of income, I would just do what Ninja's doing right now and just stream on every platform. <laughs> but. I also need an in-depth video of how he set that up because the setup for that has to be nuts because he has so many different camera angles all streaming to different platforms. Yeah, like definitely. he had a he had a professional come in and set all of that up for him. Yeah. Guaranteed, yeah. Probably had somebody from like a really high-end TV broadcasting studio. No, like he actually did. Like I, I tuned into his first broadcast to watch it, and he had some dude like walking around behind him and making sure oh. all, all of it was all working. And um, somebody posted a, somebody posted a picture showing every different POV, or like from every platform, and the camera angles to him were different. Mm-hmm. I knew he had like multiple chats. Like it took him a little bit in that first stream to get like the multiple chats up on another screen because I think he had like. Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch all on one screen. And he was like, and people were like, are you able to read all that? And he's like, yeah, dude, I got it. <laughs> it's just like three yeah. trash. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, he was actually responding to me in one of the Twitch chats. I think it's because I got that nice little purple check mark next to my name. So. Um, yeah. <laughs> You're a main man now. Yeah, <laughs> that clout. It is so weird, though, going into Twitch chats and people are like, they read your message first because you have a yeah. check mark. Yeah, they acknowledge you because your partner. It's kind of weird. Crazy. Kind of kind of weird champ, but, you know, that's how it is. He's what it is. <laughs> what it is. So, yeah, I mean, I hope I answered your question. About yeah, yeah, you totally did. <laughs> what's, uh, what's to come in the future? Sure. So, like I said, just, just closing out the landscape stuff is going to be going to be busy. So 
Uh, I'm hoping that it doesn't interfere a ton with my October uh, charity stream stuff, but it may impact that a bit. So we'll see how it goes. And, uh, you know, I obviously keep my whole community very well informed. I am always posting in my update section, like, hey, I'm not going to be able to make it this day or, you know, this day is going to be a half day because I have a landscape job. And I feel like, you know, open communication is incredibly important with every aspect of life realistically so like you know people that definitely count on me to be streaming and stuff like that every day and they they enjoy being there and stuff and they look forward to that they should definitely know ahead of time you know yeah. i would i you, you know how like sad it is when you're like expecting something and then you go there and you're like oh wait yeah not happening what the heck it's like what's <laughs> wrong where is he <laughs> right is he okay? Why is it he streaming today? Yeah. Um, That's a fact. You're stupid yeah, good yeah. at that. Updating your community. It's wild. I don't see another streamer doing it. I'm just saying. <laughs> it's a rarity. Very rare. At least in the Halo space. Definitely rare. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess, uh, yeah, thanks for coming on the podcast again. Your third, third appearance. So Third appearance, baby. It's good. It's good to see the growth, too, because it's like, you first started off, you're like, how do I get to partner? It's like, how do I make my way up? And then you're now partner. It's like, it's cool to see. And like the and content, the growth overall has been yeah. phenomenal, I think. It, not only that, too, I just feel like uh, a much better person, like overall in general. Like my 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 actual growth curve from then until now, I feel like I've matured a lot you know and you know being a parent and everything comes with but like i feel like i've matured so much since then and like my perspective on things are just a lot more realistic i guess i was pretty naive and stuff like that so like just to just to see and feel the growth and uh everything is pretty awesome feels really good sure i know i've definitely seen that that's been like the craziest thing just seeing like because i've never seen that kind of like starter from the bottom all right we're here now you know kind of thing um so <laughs> but yeah no it's it's been uh it's been really awesome to see so um i know i've definitely seen the seen the growth and yeah definitely as a person too you've grown a lot in the past couple of years uh it yeah. makes me you know it makes me being the young gun of like you know there's still like much more to learn and you know I'm, there's still a bunch i don't know and but it's like not scary like you know because i'm like kind of growing up and being like yeah i'm still figuring stuff out you know so Bro, you're, inspirational you're, you as a person you are very well grown and i'm very proud of you so We'll see that. Stop. Be crying. Oh, thanks, this man owns his own house and stuff, bro. This man's making moves, bro. Stop, dude. He's crazy. Stop, dude. Super Stop. responsible. Yeah, it's good stuff. It's good stuff. Yeah. We're all proud of everyone. I'm proud of Mike, too. You know? I'm just, I'm right? just proud of everyone. <laughs> I'm just chilling. You know, you're <laughs> stuff. Oh, this... <laughs> yeah, right, dude. This dude's just chilling. Oh, yeah, he's been doing this podcast for super consistently for how long now sure man. well in the Built. beginning of the year when i brought He's... kyle on when he kyle was just like hey i want to do the podcast and i was just like all right you're coming on yeah, yeah, I, consistent with it. 
Was that your yeah. first guest appearance? January of 2021? Yes, you were. Second season? <laughs> yeah. Um, I did. Yeah. I think like an entire, my entire first season, I was just covering the news by myself. And then I was mm-hmm. just like, it's, it was really difficult to do. Yeah. Because I had like a lot of pronunciation <laughs> issues and like reading and uh, like speaking, reading out loud was a very challenging thing for me. So, yeah. That wasn't well, even videoed, right? You didn't. No, no, that was 100% just voice audio. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent audio, and then I used uh, actual like video games. Like I uploaded gameplay to YouTube, and then overwrote all the audio with the podcast. Right. So it was like if you were listening to it on YouTube, you could at least watch something. Right. And it was like me playing like any game that I had on my computer. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. Dude. Well, I'm proud of you. Things have changed. Sticking to it, yeah, for the better. Pursuing. Dude, I and I still mess up the reading every single week without fail. So you know, <laughs> still. So I mean, we're getting better. Is, you know? it's all about. I mean, I, I don't stress about all. it, but yeah, oh. these names and stuff out here, they're wild, man. They trip me up. <laughs> I'm gonna lie. Yeah. Right. That's why people are like, "Are you ever gonna capitalize the M in like?" crazy miller like in on twitch and i was like no, i feel like people can like read crazy miller pretty well and it's not like i i've never had anybody mess it up you know like mr jk health <laughs> yeah dude that's why I read right <laughs> yeah, right. except for my twitter, my twitter so that i can't get kyle heath on twitter by the way oh the clown man i wish i did no. but I, honestly shout out to the uh all the listeners too thank yeah, you everyone sure. for staying through if you guys listened to the first uh first podcast with me in it <laughs> and then the Dang other man. one with me mike and kyle and you're still here listening to this one mm. i mean hey if you made it or... this far into the actual cast in the video you know <laughs> right well, what's the secret word we should give them dude they made it this far that they can put in the comment section i've only done this oh, one other time sauce? secret sauce secret there you sauce, go yeah. secret sauce put secret sauce secret in the sauce. comments if you made it this far but yeah, um, prove the secret sauce, yeah. baby. Cause yeah, y'all are real ones, man. Y'all really, <laughs> y'all really made it this far. Oh man. Uh, All right, I think we gotta let you go now. Thanks for stopping oh, yeah. in. We know you got a bit of a trip, um, coming up. You got to go down to Orlando, and you're driving, and that's happening tomorrow. So, oh baby. By the time Sorry. this video releases and the audio recording of it, um, we're gonna be in Orlando hanging out. Oh yeah, show us, us three. So if yeah. you guys, any listeners. Catch us in Orlando. Make sure you say what's up and tell us about the secret sauce. <laughs> Gotta tell us yeah. about it. All the details. I can't wait till somebody I don't recognize walks up to me. Secret sauce. <laughs> I can only pray. Can only pray that like, I got the secret sauce, bro. Oh, dude, I can only pray That's that happens, man. Oh, That'd be awesome. All yeah. right, guys. Well, thank you for having me on. Man. I appreciate you Thanks coming on, on, man. Thank, to, thank you for Down. telling your story and everything, man. Always appreciate to do it whenever because we always have great conversations, you know. So always, baby. Appreciate you guys. Yeah. Thank you, sir. All right, y'all. Peace Later. Everyone. Bye.